Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning into the IME Podcast. My name is Dominic Kilworth, athlete, personal trainer, business owner, and personal development enthusiast. I'm joined alongside with Jackson Tippett, who is also a personal trainer, influencer, and fitness model. Together, we are your host of this podcast, where with each episode, we'll bring you an inspiring message or person to help you live your best life. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Now, let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening in. Um, very, very stoked with all the feedback so far on um, pretty much every podcast. But as of late, they just keep getting more and more feedback and uh, things we helping people. So that's the goal with for this. And um, we have another amazing guest on board. Um, I'm loving just having guests on board speak their real life stories and uh, get their message across. So. Um, we have Brent on board. I connected through him through Instagram once again, um, pretty much through how I connect through everyone. Um, and yeah, basically, he's got a great story to tell on something that I'm a big advocate of, which is mental health. He um, suffered depression, um, yeah, suicide, um, ADHD, um, drug addiction, you name it. Um, he's been through it all um, and he's on the road to recovery. So I want to welcome aboard Brent um, to the podcast. Thanks, Jax. Appreciate that. I am, um, yeah, very, very grateful for the opportunity also. Anytime, man. And um, yeah, it's great to see what you're doing with your page and your clothing. Like, obviously, obviously you sent me a bit of clothing out and um, yeah, I'm just all for it, man. I just want to support you as much as I can. Yeah, and absolutely appreciate it, mate. Because you know, it's just, it's phenomenal what you've done um, just in a short space of time. So I can't thank you enough. Yeah, anytime. Do you just want to tell the audience a little bit about yourself, brother, and just, um, yeah, just a bit of a background about you? Yeah, too easy. Look, uh, grew up in a small country town uh, in a place called uh, Warrantabille in northwest of Victoria. It was uh, 3,000 people, so it was a farming community also. Uh, was big into sport, all that sort of stuff. Um, I, w- I was pretty much a normal kid uh, to the extent... Uh, I had learning difficulties, though, due to uh, my ADHD, um, but we I wasn't diagnosed at any stage through my childhood, so um, everyone just thought I was a rat bag of a kid. Um, yeah, I would tell teachers where to go, uh, struggled in marks at school, all that sort of stuff. Um, but, yeah, at about 14, most things, puberty changed for me. Um yeah, I became quite aggressive. I I uh, used to get in a lot of fights um, just due to being teased about my uh, lack of academic capabilities. Um, yeah, and that was probably the real turning point. That's when I turned to, uh, I suppose, low drugs. Um, and then that led into other things. And then, yeah, we led into the rest of my life, which was uh, pretty much... What can I say? Pretty much a train wreck up until about four years ago. Yeah, man. Um, and then, like, basically, how did you um, – how did you flip the switch, man? Like, how did – what made you go, um, oh, I've got these and I need to change and how am I going to change? Look, um, I guess I, 
at the time with my partner at the time, that's not obviously Jack now, but at that time we were trying to have a child. Um, and I, I went and got tested to see what was going on with myself. Uh, and that's basically when I found out um, through the testing and, and obviously a, a bit of an interview with the doctor and stuff. And, uh, yeah, he diagnosed me uh, then and there, and then I went off to see a psychologist. So at 32, that's when everything really changed. But in saying that, that wasn't – that was the beginning. Um, people would think if you got diagnosed, well, then um, – that should fix you and, and you, you're on to improvement. But that actually made me spiral out of control. Yeah, interesting. What, why did it make you spiral? Oh, look, I found out at that stage that I couldn't have uh, children. So that uh, caused uh, basically a meltdown on my my behalf, Not just not being able to cope with that. Um most men, even yourself, would probably want children at some stage. Um, yeah, and that's that caused just a massive meltdown within myself, um, emotionally, physically, uh, and definitely mentally also. Hundred yeah, percent. When did the um, when did the drug and alcohol addiction all of that take place, and how? Look, Was I've always, I've always had depression. Yeah. I've always had an issue with any drugs. So obviously, even as a seven-year-old and eight-year-old, I was sneaking into the back fridge of uh, my at my parents' house and um, snavelling at the odd UDL can um, and having a drink in those early days. Uh, people would think, "Wow, at eight or seven or eight, well, that was going on," um, and then. Uh, 14, 15, that was about when the marijuana started. Um, and that's That only started on weekends, but then that led on to more. By the time I was 17, 18, I was smoking every day and uh, I smoked every day for 17 years. So um, I, I couldn't have a day off. I would I'd literally be punching holes in walls and stuff like that. That's how um, addicted I was. How did it affect your – did it affect your day-to-day life or not really? Not really. Um, it's, like, yeah, it's like anything. Once you do it enough, um, you can function quite well. Um, I, I did have a bit of a oh, – I suppose some football – Aussie rules football ability. Um, and I even ended up at a club called Port Adelaide in the SANFL where – I was still smoking weed every day and turning up to training. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, not not the greatest thing to be doing, uh, but, <laughs> you know, I, I could function. Yeah, 100%. Um, and then did it lead on to harsher drugs or was it just that kind of, that's where it went? Oh, look, it did lead on to half harsher stuff. Like um, I got my drink spiked at around age 22, um, obviously by a mate, thinking he was doing the right thing, um, and that led on to partaking substance abuse and all that sort of stuff. You there, mate? Uh, Just cut out. Yeah, 
Yeah, sorry. So that led on to substance abuse. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what there was, was not. The, um, what was the hardest drugs you've, you've used during this time? Oh, look, ecstasy, cocaine, uh, speed, um, ice. So you've touched ice? Yeah. Yep. Have you ever yep. touched heroin? No. No, yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah, man, like I, you know, I've, I've dabbled into my little bit in my past, but um, yeah, it's just, it's amazing how they change you when you, well, I believe they do when you actually do take these harsh drugs. Do you know what I mean? Oh, look, you do change. All of a sudden, you know, you can be a shy person to being the most loud person in the room and most confident person in the room. Yeah. Uh, but, but it can also have the opposite effect. It can, um, Increase your anxiety and all that sort of stuff too, which um, yeah, one hundred ten percent. Which it does do it does do to a lot of people. So yeah. yeah, like obviously we know, like we've we've realized you've you've been in a dark place. Um, I want to more talk about how did you get out of that. Like I want to really pinpoint anything, any useful information, any tips you can give to the listeners um, that helped you get out of this um, hole. Yeah, so the whole took off <laughs> at 32 and that continued right on until 44. But during that period, I was seeing a psychiatrist. Um, she basically, I would go to her and lay it all on the line. So everything that I did on the weekends, everything that took place during my week, how I dealt with everything and obviously, you know, that was still smoking weed and all that sort of stuff. But she gave me the tools to say that I was on the right path. Uh, she, she said to me, look, you're not a bad person. You're just being controlled by the substances yeah. and, and trying to escape, all that stuff was just to escape from all the thoughts that were going on in my head. Like I suffer from severe depression where most days I, I think about ending it. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to do that, but I have those thoughts. Yeah, okay. And how do you, when one has that thought, how do you obviously stop you going to the next stage and actually doing it? Yeah, look... I've had three attempts where I've tried to finish myself um, and thank Christ or thank whoever that that didn't take place. Um, look, being being in that dark, dark place, I don't wish that upon anyone. Um, yeah. It's, 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 the, it's the worst, mate. It's, um, it's hell on earth. But... Obviously, I had a psychiatrist that I, I could contact 24-7, so I was lucky in that extent um, to be able to get through that. But I, in saying that, I'm quite strong in the mind, and, and I think we all are to an extent that if you can get through that worst bit, well, you can get through anything. Yeah, I agree. Do you have, like, was there, like, resources or people you reached out to when you're in those dark stages? Um, or was it more just all self, self um, impact? Yeah, self impact really. Um, look, I I had people I could talk to, but I I didn't want to burden anyone with the, some of the severity stuff that was going on in my head. Yeah. Um, 
And I, and I just took it upon myself to make those changes and, and I grew my faith in my psychiatrist. So uh, I knew that she was capable of helping me help myself. So, yeah, it was good. And my parents through that time were fantastic considering they knew everything that I was up to. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, like I, was that the yeah. turning point, your your family, or what, what was the turning point? Because I know when I um, – I didn't go down the drug scene. I went down more the steroid scene. Um, but when I was heavily into it, it affected me badly. But the turning point for me was – just seeing it tear me and my family apart. Um, I just couldn't do that anymore. And that was the turning point where I said, no, nah, I need to fucking change my life around or I'm going to lose my mum my and dad and, um, you know, everyone around me. Yeah, look, my parents have been extremely supportive through all my years. Um, my dad was a highly successful businessman, um, very successful footballer also. Um so, yeah, I just, yeah. Uh, sorry, I've lost track of what was yeah, about. So basically, just saying, um, like, what was the change more your parents? Um, you didn't want to lose them, or what made you actually want to change? You know what I mean? Something had to have made you want to change. Yeah, look, I wanted to change myself. Okay, I wanted to. Have- I wanted to change that partying. Uh, guy who was extremely confident on weekends um, and then businessman through through the week and then um, I just wanted to change that behaviour. Yeah. I, I knew within myself that I was a kind, gentle soul and I actually wanted to always assist people. I now have a job where I assist people with disabilities uh, where I work in a house with seven clients and I, I help them through their everyday life. That's and awesome. that's, and that, that to me is my ultimate job. Um, and it, it's rewarding as well as mentally draining, but it's, it's the ultimate job for me. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Like to see that you've come from such a dark place. Um, not only that you've got, you've got out of it, but now that you want to help people. Um, yeah. That credit to you, man. I love that. Yeah, look, and we're all capable capable of it. Like even yourself, you got out of your dark spots where you are now, and and now look at you. Like you know, I, I absolutely look up to you, Jax, for for what you're achieving, the hard work that you put in. Like, yeah, I don't think enough people understand how how much you bust your ass every day. So, yeah, it's it's what you got to do if you want to improve yourself in life. Hundred percent, man. I, yeah, I'm a firm believer in that. Um, obviously, with all this coming about, this is how Black Dog um, started. So, do you want to obviously tell people about why you started this page and what the movement is behind it and the message you're trying to get out? Yeah, absolutely. Look, um, it was about four or five years ago. I, I had an attempt on my life. Um, I took ten Syracle tablets with a heap of alcohol. Um, Man, I've heard that, those serical. Um, I've never tried them, but I heard they're pretty, pretty insane. <laughs> oh, they they should have. Man, it should have wiped me out. Um, yeah, it should. I shouldn't be. But anyway, I woke up thirty six hours later and couldn't walk and talk. And anyway, that's that's another story for another day. But 
Um, yeah, that was that was the time that I decided I want to help people. I don't want people to feel that there there's no one out there. Um, and you know, I, I followed obviously. I don't look at other sites, but what other sites do is amazing. So you know, I've been following Builder Brotherhood for quite some time. Uh, the Shaka project. These guys, they've been at it for quite some time and I just got ideas off them and, um, yeah, and then I, I started my own page, yeah, which is Black Dog Community and um, I've had a really good response on it so far, Jack. So it's just a slow burn. I, have, You know, I'm not, I'm not breaking records, but um, I am definitely assisting people. Well, that's the main goal, man. You know, as long as you're doing your bit, that's, that's all you can do. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, very, very grateful for everyone who stays on board. And um, every the good thing about the community is everyone gets involved, so everyone has a voice, um, and and no one's voice is wrong. That's yeah, because everyone's got a different lived experience. Hundred percent. Yeah, everyone's unique in their own way. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Man, it's just been so interesting, um, you know, just even hearing a little bit about this. Um, what's like, obviously you touched a bit on it. So your main goal for Black Dog is just to basically help others in a similar situation to you. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. So currently I'm studying psychology uh, and basically to educate myself to have a better empathy and understanding when people uh, obviously message me and, and want help. And, and, and really most of the time when people message me, it's it's not so much that they want assistance, it's it's they want reassurance of what they're doing is is the right process. Yeah. And and um, most people are do have those processes in place that are are the right processes, but they're just after that reassurance. Yeah, definitely. It's like a lot of people, they just second-guess themselves, you mean? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's uh, I'll use an analogy for you. Like um, at the train station, people will go up and ask everyone else where the train's going, but, but they won't ask the conductor. Yeah. <laughs> so, why? Yeah, but it's just how it is. Yeah, 100%. Um, with... um. What what would be your number one wish um, you'd want to see in this world, and why? As of today, if you could have a wish, like what would you want to see a change in, or um, yeah, whatever it may be. Yeah, look, definitely more more assistance towards mental health, and definitely more assistance towards mental health in men. Yeah, um, I. I there honestly isn't enough and there isn't enough for everyone because I, I hear stories of people having to wait six weeks. Well, that's, that's not good enough when someone needs assistance then and there. Um, so that's what I'd be hoping for that, you know, if you, you go and see a doctor and he refers you onto a psychologist or psychiatrist that you can basically get in the next day. Yeah. That, um, that would, why do you for me, think, that's the ultimate. Yeah, 100%. But why do you think, um, 
why do you think there's more towards obviously girls than there is towards guys? What's the go with that? Oh, look, girls are more emotionally uh, in touch with themselves and they, women will quite openly talk about it. Yeah. Uh, where us guys, and it's not due to our fault, it's it's society, that the way we've been raised. I think the young, younger generation as yourself are in a far better position, uh, are definitely more in touch with their emotional sides. Um, but there's still that stigma around that if you speak up, you're weak and all that. But to me, if you speak up, you are truly courageous. And that yeah. means... Yeah, you don't have to be the tough guy as long as long as you speak up because that'll save more lives than uh, punching someone down at the pub. Yeah, I totally agree, man. We um we needed, you know, I just I just think people like yourself and um all of those kind of pages like uh, Build a Brotherhood, the Shaka, um, I've worked with both of them. Um, they just we just need more of it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And look, it's becoming better. Like, honestly, from when I started three years ago to where it is now, uh, there's been a vast improvement. Like, we get guys like yourself that are quite well known um, who are putting us out there. Well, then other people start to jump on board and, and take note that, you know, there's there's people out there that actually want to help. Yeah, so there definitely is, man. We just got to look in the right places, but I can firmly say that there's definitely people out there that want to help. Oh yeah, look, and it's and it's an amazing, it's amazing once you start you start talking to people that are they're on the have been through it all, um, and they can relate to you, and that's what it's about. It's been able to resonate with people and 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 build a friendship through that, and um, yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Do you um? So like, basically, if someone is going through uh, mental health issues, depression, uh, drug addiction, are you basically saying go DM yourself on Black Dog? Um, and yeah, basically just have a chat. Is that what it's all about? Yep. Hundred percent, mate. I'm open to it. Um, basically, twenty four seven. Um. Look, if I don't if I don't get back to you within twenty four hours, there's something going on, um, obviously with myself and the fam. Yeah. But um, I'm usually get back to you within five or six hours. Yeah, not not, not a problem. Um, yeah. I just wanted to get that out for listeners, like firm and strong, that um, not only um, Brent and Black Dog, um, but obviously myself too. Um, we are open uh, to anyone, literally anyone, for a conversation, a helping hand. Uh, fuck, man, even a phone call. Like, even if I don't know you, I'll take a phone call. If it's going to save your life or help you, um, we're here for that. So just just know that, yeah, there is support. Oh, 100%, Jax. Like, I, I can't stress it enough. I, I'm here for anyone. They want to talk about anything. I'm, I'm definitely here and, and I'll listen. And um, if that's all you want is someone to listen, well, that's fine. But if you like some helpful advice i'm happy to give that also so yeah it's amazing brent yeah it's it's just about helping people and like i said i do it within my job and i get enjoyment out of that and i just don't want to see anyone suffer any longer than 
anyone else. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Before we wrap it up, man, I just want to um, – you touched base on the counsellor a little bit. Um, I've heard mixed reviews on counsellors and all this type of stuff. So what's your thoughts on them and obviously do you recommend them? And, um, yeah, like what's your – Yeah. Yeah, okay. So what I find is I get the uh, – people will say to me they go to the counsellor and they didn't get along with the counsellor. Well, you don't have to stay at that counsellor. Yeah. You, you've got to do the work. Now, that means you might have to go to 10 counsellors until you find someone that you feel comfortable with. And that's what it's about because you're going to tell them your deepest, deepest darkest secrets and you're hoping that in return they can assist you to, to get better coping mechanisms to move forward in life. And, um, yeah, if you don't find you don't get along with them, well, you're not going to tell them everything. Like I've been to counsellors where I've told them what they wanted to hear and, um, yeah, they they give me the clean bill of health and off you go. Yeah. But but three weeks later, you're back to where you started. And um, unless you're open and honest and you lay it out on the table, like they can't assist you. So, yeah, it's all about being open and honest and and. And in reality, you've got to be – you can't be in this bubble. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you've got to fix yourself. They can assist you, but you have to fix yourself. Yeah, it's the same like with my online coaching, man. Like, I can give you the diet plan. I can give you the training plan. But if you don't go apply it, nothing's going to happen. Oh, exactly right. And I'm sure, I'm sure you've got – Clients that do that and yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it would frustrate the shit out of you. Yeah, man, it comes back as yeah. a byproduct. Yeah, absolutely, and you know I see it with my partner and that, and so yeah, it's and um, she gets into me about not training with her, but anyway, that's another story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you just got to do the work, and and it's difficult. Um, you'll cry. Yeah. You'll cry in front of the counsellor, um, but who cares? Yeah, who cares? Every, everyone cries. I don't know what the issue yeah. is about shedding a tear. Yeah, literally, you just said it straight up, man. Like, who honestly cares? Like, if someone's going to judge you for crying, they're fucked up, and I generally mean that. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, they're heartless pricks. If they're going to get into you about having a cry, like, come yeah. on. So... Yeah. yeah, man, I fuck, I really love this, man. Like, I've loved this chat. Um, I've just, yeah, it's just been, it's been really emotional, and I can really feel like vibe off you, and I honestly mean that. Um, I'm gonna get you back on again. Like, I get most of my guests on board, um, and we can dive into some other topics. But um, obviously, I just want to keep it short and sharp so the listeners get a lot of beautiful information and they really enjoy. It. Yeah, man, look, as I said, extremely grateful for the opportunity. Um, just, yeah, I'm pretty pumped after this, to be honest, Jax. Like, you wait till it drops. You'll be pumped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but look, um, yeah, you're just a genuinely good bloke, man, and, and in a world full of fakes. So I really appreciate it. Man, that's a big sentence, and I really, really appreciate it. Um, do you want to just leave everyone your, your social media um, anything, any website, whatever it may be, that they can go because you're going to get people reaching you that want to contact you. 
um, just leave it all here so everyone can listen and um, go contact you. Yeah, so obviously I'm on Facebook uh, under the Black Dog community. Um, also on Instagram on the Black Dog community. Also my uh, email is all lowercase trotter.brent1 at gmail.com. And also, if you want to ring me, you can on 0427 Now, if I'm at work, I will get back to you ASAP um, and we can set a date to have a bit of a discussion. I'm not going to lie, man. In all my 70 or 69 podcasts, I've never had anyone say you can give me a call. So credit to you, man. I really, really admire that. Yeah, that's not a problem, mate. I've, I know what it's like. So, hundred yeah, percent. Before we go, I want to leave on a bit of a positive note. Um, do you have a favourite quote or a saying or an inspirational sentence or something that you could leave um, all the listeners with before we? Um, yeah, I do. I do. Um, and it's it's been around on social media a few times. This quote, but um, I would. I would rather have you ring and complain to me than me come to your funeral. Yeah, man, that's very, that's very true. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's really hit hard. Um, yeah, it's just as simple as it says. You know what I mean? Oh, look, absolutely, man. Yeah, like like you offered to me uh, to, to ring you at any stage, and and I know I can, yeah. Jack. So I'm offering it to anyone out there. I'm here if you want to chat. Just ring me. It's not a problem. I really appreciate that. And uh, I honestly can't wait to get this live and, um, yeah, just get some feedback and just um, obviously let people hear the real Brent um, that a lot of people wouldn't know, to be honest. Yeah, I guess a lot of people do know me from the party scene in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, but obviously... Um, yeah, there's been a slight shift since then. So absolutely, man. Yeah. And credit to you. Let's just keep this wave going. And um, man, who knows? Who knows where you could be in the next two years? Do you know what I mean? With the stuff you got, oh, you're doing. Yeah, hopefully, Jax. Yeah. But um, like I said, I'm I'm content wherever it goes. It takes me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just happy to help, and it's as simple as that. Yeah, man. Well, I really appreciate you having on um coming on board and um. Yeah, man, keep doing what you're doing. And for all the listeners out there, um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thanks, guys. Excellent, Mike.